Hello. Welcome to Currency Podcast episode 94. Today, I am again playing video games. Let me move the microphone maybe a little bit closer. Help me out. Um, or maybe I could put it up, up here. That's another potential place for it. Um, today I'm playing the Friday the 13th video game. For real. That's what I'll be doing while I make this podcast. Um, while I... Uh, inc- incinerate you. What's the... Scintillate you with my speech impediments. And other uh, phonetic devices. That I am able to use to scintillate the, the masses and anybody who listens. Um, yeah, so this is a podcast episode, Twitch stream. The stream is going, and the uh, the last episode I did, that was not a Twitch stream because I just aimed my phone at the TV because I was had a problem with the Twitch stream, but I feel like I worked out the kinks. Yeah, the kinks, like, um, you know, like the band, or just kinks themselves, like kinky things um you know you know how kinky things are actually sort of kinky but so i'm playing the friday the 13th video game this is a video game where you play online with people you got to run away from chase and the murderer as you might have guessed or imagined i have played this game a couple times and i'm terrible at it and i get murdered every time so you can see me get um slashed to shit by uh, Jason, the killer in Friday the 13th, if you want, if you tune into the video stream, or you can just tune into the audio. Um, I'm talking to you today about, uh, something that, something that's very near and dear to my heart, but I don't necessarily know what it is, uh, that I was going to say. Just, just things that are near and dear to my heart. Um, what's near and dear to my heart? Food, like pizza. I like to eat pizza. That's one thing about me, um, and, uh, and, uh, I do like to eat fast food. I like to eat junk food. I like to eat shitty food. I like to eat sugar. Um, let me give you the rundown. I like to drink coffee. I drink lots of coffee. I bet, like, kind of the regular amount for somebody who drinks a lot. Like, I drink it every morning. I do. I do drink coffee every morning. And I do, um, other things... Uh, every evening. Let me make sure that, um, hey, can anyone hear me? Let me make sure nobody in this game can hear me. I hope they can't. Can anyone hear me? Seriously? Really hope not. But, um, I'll be talking to you about philosophy and, um, quality of life and really like war is down considerably across the entire world for this year as opposed to any other year like pick any other century during the development of humanity and we're like murdering each other so much more in wars and shit like that and um what's so what's so insanity insane is that um well, I, I, so like Russia, Ukraine is a bit is a bad thing. I don't know what's happening over there. It, it seems like, what if one day we wake up and then, um, so what you're hearing over the uh, audio, if you're just listening to that, is sounds of the video game, obviously. And I can't figure out how to choose my character on here because they made it impossible for some reason, and I'll have to look it up online. So right now I am this chick with the glasses. This bird right here. The glasses. Um, but, so it's kind of like, um, no, it's not have to find some shit. I'm pretty much just gonna die every time. That's what happens if I'm trying or if I'm not trying in this game. Got a gun, though. So, well, maybe I should get this board. No, I'd rather have the gun. But, like, what if we wake up one day and then, um... Like, Russia all, owns all of Ukraine. Is that what's gonna happen? I hope not. So, I, um... 
Like, I feel like that's a possibility because we don't really know what's going on over there. And the news fails to report on anything accurately. That's the thing. Uh, the headlines from the New York Times are like all the bullshit media that America gets. They're just saying, like, Ukraine's winning the battle. But then, except for that, then they have to come out with an article where they say, um, oh, they, Ukraine had to concede this city, but they're still bludgeoning them. Like, the American media is acting like Ukraine's fighting them off, except for they keep saying, like, well, Ukraine lost another city today. Like, are we just going to wake up in Ukraine and we'll, all of it will be owned by Russia? That's what it would appear is going to happen. And the media would probably tell you, like, oh, no, Russia actually lost territory since this started. Actually, Ukraine owns Russia now. I've been watching... Um, well, I guess I'll just do my own thing up here. Try to find some gasoline for the car so we can get the getaway. Oh, looks like J Okay, Jason's already, um... I see him in the distance. This game is actually kind of terrifying when Jason is chasing you. Um, but, uh... Let me talk to you today about the world of perceptions. And... And, um... If perceptions are important. The thing about perceptions is that, like... The... The word itself, people don't really... There's something that people aren't doing. It's just that we think of the word perception, we don't think of it as a full gathering of events. Or it's kind of hard to describe it that way. When a perception literally translated, the per part of it means full or thorough. And sept is a verb for taking something. So a perception is a full taking of events. But in other words, one perception is kind of like one data point or one interpretation but it's a point it's a position it's like a whole thing why does why do these other participants of the game keep following me around i'm trying to go to my own cabin here well there's got to be something there's got to be car keys or something in here there's a gun i don't need that but the thing is that a perception is a full gathering of events so, like, it's a full judgment or full interpretation of things. Stop following me around. I don't know what I'm doing, you dumb bitch. Um. Yeah, just follow me. Follow me. Do that the entire game. I'm gonna beat Jason's ass. That's my goal. I'm gonna beat you. Suck it stunned him. Now let's get out of here. <laughs> I gave him a whack with this pipe, and um, I can't find a means of escape, really. I'm gonna die. Dying happens pretty quickly. Oh, no, my teammates helped me out. That was nice of them. Well, I'm gonna leave now. But uh, perception is like a full territory, but the thing is that how did I lose my weapon? How did I lose my weapon there? That's... I guess... Maybe I'll just hide in this outhouse. Going in here. Hopefully Jason didn't see me walk directly into this outhouse to hide. This would be a pretty stupid idea if he did. And so a perception is like a full gathering of events, but... People act like you should be perceptive. It's kind of like you should be sympathetic or empathetic to other people's situations. That's what you get into when you're being perceptive or being um, insightful. It's like being sensitive to what somebody else has going on. And, we, and so we sort of indict the right or conservatives, but Trump in particular as a leader of the modern day conser conservative movement, if there is one, uh, Trump is like at the forefront of that but Trump is characterized as somebody who has no empathy but it's kind of like Trump is somebody who's only concerned about winning is what people are getting at and it's like you're really criticizing him for not being perceptive or we're saying like you, you need to have empathy that's a main focus people need to have empathy 
um, or in other words, they have to be perceptive, like, um, no, I'm really doing nothing for my team by hiding in this outhouse. And it's like, if you're going to be more perceptive, you're going to, you're going to involve yourself in other people's dramas, but it involves losing as opposed to winning. That's what we see with something like um, the example of Trump. Is that he's somebody who's very concerned with winning. Okay, so the second I got out of this outhouse, I think Jason's chasing me. That's what the music indicates. Um, I just got to go back to that car because I'm going to be pretty useless. Um, so I'm going to wait for them to fix the car. I'll just take off in it. That's what I would do for real in this situation. <laughs> I wouldn't I'd be like so you guys do it I might be able to fill it with gas uh, I mean I'm just gonna die here this is the end this is the end folks he's chasing me he's directly behind me here we go I'm trying to escape and I'm gonna get axed I, he's there's a murderer he's chasing you with an axe that's what happened What's going on? It's pretty clear. Hey, he's still on my ass. Hey, that guy. I know you. Seen you around. Talking to Jason. But, like, um. Do, 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 do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ma, na, 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 na. A perception is a whole position. Where the fuck is he? Why is he so bad at chasing me? He should have murdered me six times by now. I'm going in here! Ah! <laughs> okay, well... Okay, so now I'm gonna die. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to break free. I know this is the end. No, don't let me break free again so I have to deal with this. Oh my god. Are you kidding? He's not even concerned, I guess. Just kill me. So anyway, a perception is a... Uh, it's just kind of like people like to be intuitive sometimes or like they like to say that what's really important in life is being intuitive or like being a being a psychiatrist like being able to know people what i was the last person he had to kill wow i guess i sort of won in a way i'm the last person to die um but it's like involving yourself in perceptions is like involving yourself in a world of losing as opposed to winning because those are different worlds. Like if you consider the reality of trying to win, that's kind of a totally different thing. Like if you think think about something that you have won, like at the point that you win, if it was something that is like satisfying to win, like it actually meant something, um, that's kind of a different mentality you have to have than like that you're in the competition and just like trying to win if you're if you don't have the mindset like well i'm not necessarily going to win you don't have the mindset like you care about winning like you just want to place really well that's really different from the mindset of winning or kind of having like a killer instinct like um so you get somebody like trump and he's just concerned with winning but he's so he's not perceptive because he doesn't concern himself with the perceptions of other people in fact he ignores them but it's kind of like the people who are really winners or like the people in shark tank who have end up with successful businesses or are able to make a deal with the sharks the sharks like um find them to be uh like they're gonna be a profitable business like the people who are winners they're not concerned with what they're gonna appear like in front of the sharks or really what they're gonna appear like to other people and so like winning involves being less perceptive or ignoring the perceptions of everybody else that's walking around but it's like um you always have the opportunity to involve yourself with the perceptions of other people it's really easy because everybody on earth is 
walking around and they're like a perceiving individual, like they're a perceiving device and you see another person walking around, they have the ability to perceive and judge the same way that you do. But, um, like, it's just that if you, if you, um, subject yourself to other people's perceptions, you can do that because a perception is like a full gathering of events or in other words it's like a full territory really it's like a whole territory that is dictated by law in some sense like a perception is like a law that another person is posing like each person has their own set of perceptions or judgments or authorities like things that they have authority over or that they might claim to have authority over they might pose they have authority over and like, so each person has a set of authorities or a set of perceptions, a set of judgments that they are purveying or, uh, like, maybe displaying in their speech or in their actions as they walk around. And those authorities are more or less vivid. They exist at varying degrees of vividity, like, the same as a perception, like, you can have a... You can have a perception of something, but if you haven't gathered a lot of data on it, your perception is not going to be very deep. Like, you can paint... Because a perception is like an image. Like, if you have a perception of somebody else, you have an image of them. The same way that a photograph is like a full thing, or like an image is one full thing. It's like, that's kind of what a perception is. A perception is like a full interpretation. It doesn't have to be very deep, because... It can be deep or it could not be, depending on how deep the perception is or how much data is gathered. But it's like, um, I'm talking about how, like, if you polled a thousand people and you told them to name a moon, like, probably 950 of them would name our moon. But then the other 50 would name other moons in our solar system that they might know, but they, they would be in the minority. They would be... They would be saying alternative moons, but they'd be in the minority because there aren't as many perceptions of other moons as there are of, like, the moon that in our solar system that has the most perceptions is our moon because everybody sees it all the time. But it's like our moon has a lot more meaning symbolically and across the centuries for humanity with different myths and different different cultures making different things about the moon they all have different perceptions of it it's kind of like uh like the moon is something so central to humanity it's been around us literally all the time like during the course of our entire development it's almost like a it's almost like a, a figure of authority to us that we can't ever overcome because it's like been here every step of the way um, but, like, we make so many perceptions out of it that that moon has a lot more meaning than other moons that we don't have as many perceptions of. Like, maybe 50 people name one of Jupiter's moons. Or, I mean, it's just like, if people don't name the the mainstream moon, then they're just in the minority. And they are subscribing to alternative perceptions. <laughs> But that's the way that that's the way that perceptions work. But I'm I'm just talking about how the more perceptions of something there are, it's like the more meaning there is. But it's like we have the moon has so much meaning symbolically for us, or just overall, and like literally physically, it moves the tides. Like it it literally has an impact on us all the time too. Is another reason why you'd name that moon. Like it has more meaning because like. And it does because we have so much more data on it because we see it all the time. But peep, everybody on the Earth is able to make a perception out of the moon. They're able to make an interpretation out of the moon. They're able to make a... Uh, they create a position. There's a data point. The moon has more meaning than other moons because we have so much data on it. But literally a data point is like a perception. Or it's like... It's an image that somebody is able to make to themselves of the moon. And everybody has a set of images for, like, all of the things that they've defined or all of the people that they know, like, judgments they've made on people they know. Everybody has these, and they're, like, at varying degrees of depth, whatever your image is, because you could... 
Um, you could paint a painting, and uh, it could be a really detailed, really vivid painting, or it could be a really vague one, depending on how good of an artist you are, depending on how much authority you have over painting. It's what's going to dictate, like, how good the image is that you create, and, and obviously, like, art is subjective, but... Like, if you have more data on something, you have a deeper perception, and then maybe you can add more details to the image that you've created for the thing that you're perceiving. But it's like, um, the thing I want to focus on with perception, because perception is such a complex idea, the thing I want to focus on is, like, person to person, and how much we don't give credit to um, perceptions the way that they act as laws. Like, we look at somebody else around us, and the set of perceptions they have like judgments that they can make and we will try to align ourselves with those judgments but it's kind of like each person is purveying their own laws as they walk around like you will probably alter your speech around somebody who is more strict or more rule-based like you don't want to sound like a party or, or a hooligan around somebody you think is more strict and so you'll alter your speech based on perceptions that you're perceiving that they have based on like what you think that their perceptions are and so like people do this they orient themselves differently based on what laws they think other people have um and it's kind of like that's what makes you perceptive and for some reason we really value perceptiveness in our society we it's like we value empathy sympathizing with somebody else's situation or thinking about like putting yourself in their shoes viewing it through their eyes so that you can consider their per their their perspective and then like align yourself with their laws and their morals where like you have to do that um and it's just that i'm saying that you don't have to do that and it's not necessarily the case that perception being perceptive is always a good thing like being intuitive even though in society we're like people like to get ahead by saying they know other people are like they're so intuitive or like they're like a psychiatrist or like um i mean sometimes they're like that i mean i i used to dabble in that myself like i used to think that i was very intuitive and that i really understood people look there's jason trying to break into the building he doesn't know that i'm right over here that's silly I'm gonna go a couple houses down here. But it's like, we act like there's no end to empathy, or like that's, like, the more empathetic the better. But it's kind of like a socialist ideal, where you're, or a collectivist one, where you're telling people to involve themselves in, just do what other people want. You should be more perceptive to figure out what somebody else wants, when in reality it's like, you have no idea what somebody else's set of perceptions is or you have no idea what it looks like through somebody else's eyes and that's what um that's what i believe is true about it but it's kind of just like more of a winner's mentality the more that you say that that is true that other people's perceptions don't matter where, where it's like that definitely is true but it depends on the kind of person you are and what you value like do you value collectivism or you do, do you value individualism or it's like, if you're a more dominant person, you're just going to go into that winning mentality. where And winning really separates itself from, like, participating in the game or coming in second or anything worse than that is the losing reality. But, like, the losing reality is more empathetic, more involved. You subject yourself to the perceptions of others. But I think that people don't realize how much they govern themselves just by each other's laws. Like socially or otherwise person to person like even people that you see walking around like obviously you're not supposed to care about what other people think and i'm a perceptive person probably to recognize too much about like perceptions of other people like you're not supposed to care about what other people think but in in reality like unless you're in the top half of one percent of all people like people that rise to the top, unless you're like really a winner or really a dominant person, you're gonna, unless you're that, you're gonna be in more in the loser reality where you do consider the perceptions of other people. And like, it's kind of impossible to not care about what other people are doing because socially you have to guide yourself by what you think other people's laws are. 
But it's like, um, if you're more dominant, then you can you can ignore all of that altogether. You just, if you don't want to be subjected to other people's things. But it's like, um, like maybe in the future we don't need to, but I'm saying the more perceptions there are there, like the more meaning that's more, I guess the more meaning, the more important that something actually is. But if you're the person who creates the perceptions, like you're the winner, and everybody else has to guide themselves by your perceptions, then you're just, you're just dominant. But you're, like, if you're the person ignoring everybody else's perceptions, like, that's gotta be the thing that brings you the most meaning. Like, it's gotta be more meaningful, like, winning is usually more meaningful, like, that you've accomplished that. Getting out of here. Let me see if there's anything in here since I didn't actually check. I'll get get a weapon. Um, get this wrench here. Do 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 do. He must be in here. I feel like whenever the music picks up, like he's oh yep he's here he is. Oh my god. And now I'm gonna die. It's that simple, folks. Boom. Broke my neck. And I'm dead. So now I'll just spe spectate other players the rest of the way here. Um, it's just that, like, somebody else... You see somebody else walking around and they're like a... they That does bring something else to the table where they kind of pierce through all of the nonsense. Like, another person walking around. That is, some, that is something to consider. And, like... Each person, it varies person to person just overall what their level of perception is. Like, because perception is, um, perception is the same as going deeper, but it's just like, uh, I'm talking about what level of intelligence each person has, because just overall each person has a level of depth at which they are viewing the rest of the world. And ultimately, like, the person who is viewing the rest of the world at the greatest level of depth, or with the most intelligence, uh, maybe they have the greatest ability to, um, po to throw out their own perceptions, but, like, um, I'm saying how... The point I wanted to make is how perceptions are a... They're not all good. It's not it's not good to be subject to perceptions, but more problematic, I feel like perceptions are the thing that cause you to go into repetitive behaviors. Like you end up getting stuck doing the same things over and over again. This is a result of perceptiveness. And it's kind of like everybody is perceptive. And like everybody is empathetic, most people are and this isn't something that the world needs to worry about so much talk about like oh we need to be more empathetic people act like this is progressivism this is what moves the world forward it's like once we all connect with each other more consider from each other's perspective um when in reality the more perceptions that you subject yourself to from other people is the more imprisoned you're going to be because I think it's more the problem that everybody in the world gets stuck doing the same thing over and over again, and then um, they don't like it, whether it be like going to the same job over and over again. Even if you live in the same place for 10 years, like you're really subjecting yourself to some repetitive behaviors. But I think that it's the result of perceptions that people think society is imposing on them. Like giving too much credit to other people's perceptions is pretty much always a a problem and is like the source of the set of problems where we're kind of like awakening as a world and realizing that um this is another person i'm watching them fight jason and it's like there's only two people left and jason's gonna kill everybody just like the last game um but like how we're all like we're awakening like why are we 
I mean, to me, I feel awakened sometimes. But, like, especially if I do, a, like, a more hallucinogenic of a drug, then, and that's what happens with them, is that they fuck with your perceptions of things, do hallucinogenic drugs. They cause you to go to a different level of perception, one that is higher than what's going on now, but it's like, that's what hallucinogen will do for you, or maybe, or something. I guess it wouldn't have to be a hallucinogen, but like in my experience, that's what has caused me to rise to a higher level of perception. And uh, you know that that's the case because everything is just like different or it causes you to look at the repetitive things that you've been doing in your life at the point that you're under like a hallucinogen like with shrooms or LSD. It causes you to look at the repetitive things you're doing in your life and be like, why am I doing that same shit over and over again? That's ridiculous. It's just the result of me being trapped by, like, like, expectations of myself from society. But, like, those expectations are basically perceptions from individuals you know or groups of people you know. Like, worrying about other, other perceptions is a source of a lot of problems. And so it's like, it's not like we should tell everybody to be empathetic, like when perceptions are kind of, I would say, the root cause of causing you to do repetitive things. But like, if you rise to a higher level of perception, then this makes you as an individual like a perceiving entity that is, is perceiving the rest of the world at this higher level and makes it so that you're less subject to other people's perception other people's perceptions and, and you're able to see around them um and so it's kind of like cheating to take a hallucinogen but it ca it causes you to like win more or probably cause you to be more dominant but like um i'm talking about how it, like taking a like shrooms or lsd will cause you to see that it's dumb to think so much about other people's perceptions. But it's really like, you would never be able to know what another person's perception is, but yet we spend so much time subjecting ourselves to other people's laws or their rules. Like, you... And they're just things that we think are true. And it's almost like always futile to do that. And I'm just questioning... Is it, like, I don't think it's a positive thing to be perceptive ever. It's probably always, it's more positive. Like, relatively speaking, it's always more positive to not involve yourself with thinking, like, what do they think? Um, not being perceptive and not being empathetic, I think, is always better because that's always, like, now you just are on your own shit. And it's better to be on your own perceptions, like, rather than consider others because, um you'll accomplish more that way. You'll be more successful. It's just like the world introduces a lot of these values that are just in the name of socialism that that we say like, well, that's the, that, that's the way that the world is headed. That's progress is the point at which we're all united as one. We stop considering, our, considering ourselves as individuals. Um, I, th I think really the way forward is for all of us to realize success within ourselves when it's just that it isn't natural to put yourself in the shoes of another person because that doesn't happen that's inaccurate you'll only ever be in the shoes of yourself and so it's like it's not natural to try to figure out what someone else's images are or what pictures they paint because you would never know and it's just like if being more perceptive is this perfecting game and that prefix per for perfect it goes along with perceptions because perception is a whole thing um as opposed to like relative as opposed to like a reception is more relative because relatively so you accept something relatively you receive well it's, it's hard to describe i have difficulty figuring out the difference between perception and reception but i my heart tells me that reception is more relative because that's what the prefix indicates. It, it's got to be that. But perception is a full thing. It's like a it's like a whole thing as opposed to something that happens partially. But it's the same as like 
something that's perfect is something that's 100%. And you get into a game of perfectionism when you try to figure out what other people see. Because you'll never actually see it. You'll never actually arrive at the full image that they have. If you're, if you're trying to imitate or align yourself with other people's rules and laws and perceptions, it's like uh, being subject to ideals um, rather than uh, over, overcoming them. But it, it's just like, that is the losing game, is the game of... Um, the game of never over overcoming the I ideal, but it's I'm talking about like subjection if you want to be more subjected then That's what people talk about by being empathetic is like they're asking you to subject yourself to other people's shit So that you're more controllable and you're not like this individual who has the potential to be either a genius or a lunatic like the world really tries to to introduce a lot of values that are in the name of stamping out individualism and it's just like being perceptive being insightful that is a good thing I guess but it's like it's not gonna bring you happiness like I guess kind of winning is more something that'll bring you happiness but like um, uh, being subject to ideals is always like the main ideal that people like people subject themselves to Jesus Christ he's like the ideal individual and um, like I feel as though we shouldn't subject ourselves to Christ like that in this same vein of things that I'm talking about. Like, Christianity is all about collectivism. It's all about, um, I mean, as the participant in it, it's about collectivism. But it's collectivism where you're worshipping this, like, primary individual that has been determined to be the best individual. So, like, you as an individual don't have to accomplish anything on Earth. Because the the re, because individualism has already been conquered, really. That's that's what Christianity is saying. It's already been conquered by Christ, and so you worship the individual that conquered individualism uh, as uh, as concession. You're conceding that he won. Like submissively, you're like, okay, I'll I'll be on your team, and I never have to do anything. I'll be your bitch, Jesus, and. Um, Ultimately, people act like collectivism is the future, or like these kinds of behaviors, really. So it's kind of weird, like you get a lot of people that are like, religion is the problem that's keeping us away from the future, but it's like religion actually really values standards and collectivizing and following rules to get everybody on the same page. And... Um, I'm making the point that the future is actually individualism, but the, I think that the future comes at the point that we overcome the need for ideals, where um, it's really like you should f you should see that you should see individualism within yourself rather than make it so that you're always worshiping and. Because it's unnatural to say that you aren't the individual. If you displace your individuality to some other guy, like Jesus, you outsource it. I'd say that that's less natural because you'll never be in the shoes of Jesus. But it's like, that's, uh, that's what ideologies are. Religions are always ideologies because they're ideal, 100% kinds of pictures. Jesus is an ideal. He's a 100% kind of picture, but... I really feel like what's important about Jesus that we need to realize as a world is that, um, hey, can you guys hear me? I'm talking to the thing. It looks like still a no. It looks like that setting that I turned off still works, and I'm paranoid that it flipped itself the other way without me doing anything, because technology is finicky like that sometimes. You don't know if technology is screwing you.
I really feel like what's important about Jesus is um, that we have to we have to realize how you'll never be perfect. Like, when is it ever the case that you find out that perfection was achievable? Um, I feel like that's what we should look at something like Jesus or look at something like the ideals of other other people. Um, but like I'm saying about how with perceptions, perceptions are like a full territory that another person is putting out into the world. They're not like asking you to subject yourself to it, but they are calling out to the world and they do have their own, like each person has their own culture and their own set of characteristics and the things that they bring to the table and you can align yourself with what they're doing or in, like compromise and subject yourself to other people or, or whatever. But like, um, I mean, unless they're your friend, it's a different thing if they're like your friend, then you do actually, then it's like you find it a positive thing to align with their values, obviously. Like though there's, there are positive relationships, obviously. Not every person's uh, individuality is something to be afraid of. That's not what I want to advocate for now, today, but like, um, I'm just talking about how a perception, since it is a full thing, that's the same thing as a full territory. It's like a territory specific to that person. It's their image, but it is a territory. It's like a full position. And so as a result of that, you can go into that territory, be subjected by it. But most people try to avoid. And like the culture we live in now in America is like, it's like ultra perceptive environment, too much awareness. Or it's like we got to the point where we started valuing awareness and now we're like, oh, awareness is so good. And everybody is too self-conscious in this climate in America. Everybody's too aware of like, oh, if I say this, it might be bad. Even though none of that fucking matters at the end of the day in reality. It doesn't matter what you say because like, oh, it might infringe on somebody else's thing, values or laws. But in reality, it doesn't fucking matter because you could, you could because you're never breaking the law as as horribly as you might think like it looks through their eyes or whatever but like everybody's more aware of each other's rules and we're supposed to be and really this causes all of us to uh this results in a lot of repetitive behaviors that cause unhappiness i would say because the more territories that you think you can't cross is the more imprisoned you're going to be is the less is the more that your territory is shrinking um and it's really like winning involves the freedom of uh, ignoring other people's territories completely, but we're like, oh, that's bad. That's like Trump behavior. But I'm saying that's good. You should try to win. You should try, like, being a loser will always, like, you're always going to be at a lower status than the people that are defining you or, like, if you're entering to too many other territories. But it's like, the less territory that you're allowed to walk around in, the more imprisoned you're going to be and then you'll just end up on the same pathways over and over again because there's only a few that you're allowed to go down if you if you ignore other people's perceptions completely then you have just freedom of territory that you just get to go anywhere or say or do anything but it's like it's only the most dominant that have that quality it's only the winners and you can be more dominant holy shit jason's already Jason's already following me like, and so is it possible to change to be more dominant? I think that it is. It just involves, um, you have to work on having a deeper level of perception. If you have a deeper level of perception, you'll be more intelligent. And, um, I mean, it's not, it's not just that. But the question is, like, can you become more dominant? You, you can become more of a winner if you work harder. If you work harder, and it's like, the harder you work, the more that you'll be concerned with reality, as opposed to fakeness. And, but it's like, um, and if you're just, like, the reality of your life. If you're working, then you're just, oh, there, there he is again, I'm gonna die immediately. If you're working hard, then you're just focused on what you're doing and you're ignoring what other people are doing. Like, if you are working, that involves a lot of, like, spending time in a certain area, specialized area. This this helps you out. 
in the area of becoming more dominant or making more money. Like, money is always tied with becoming more real or doing things actually for real, in reality. But it's like if you're working hard at something, or in other words, you're subjecting yourself to the rules of some game and some special area of interest, like for some period of time, this is what gives you authority. And this is something that it took me a long time to realize, which is that authority isn't something that you can just malign. You can't just be like, I have problems with authority. I thought that you could do that. Oh, I survived? How? What happened? I do not understand this game. Um, well, I did survive, and I, f I feel ecstatic about that. Maybe Jason quit or something. Um, but you can't just hate authority. You actually have to gain authority. But gaining authority is what is going to... Um, make you more real, but real versus fake is, is is a confusing dynamic where, like, working hard is kind of, um, like, it's kind of like faking it. It's kind of like pretending that you are the thing. For whatever thing you're committing your time to, like, I got a degree in math. The entire time, like, I worked really hard to do that, so, like, I became a mathematician, I got this authority as a result of Specifically, the amount of time I spent doing the thing. Doing something for a certain amount of time is always going to give you authority, and so don't waste your time. Your, the time that you have is very valuable. You should always be converting it into authority. You can't just be like, ah, I hate authority, because then you'll never be real and, you're, and you'll never make any money. You only make money off of authorities, but it's kind of like... Authority is, is fake, like an authority is an imposition or it's something you're pretending to have, but you only get to fake it for real if you actually did it. Like, and like working at something is kind of like being fake or pretending to be that one specific, like being something specific, specializing is kind of like being fake because you're pretending that you're one specific thing when in reality you are many different possible titles, many different titles, and many different potential titles. Like, you could be using your time to be any authority, but if you actually choose one, then you're gaining, then you're actually doing something, and that's the only, that's the only point at which you'll be successful, or you're being more of a winner, or maybe you're changing your life to be more dominant, as opposed to submissive. Um, so it's like, you actually can change, but I'm, I'm talking about how winning and being dominant pretty much always correlates to authority. And you only get authority by faking it in some area. Like, faking it in a specific area so that you are becoming really for pretend. Like, for some reason... But that's the way I'd view it. It's like, you end up being real to other people if only if, like, the authorities that you pose are viable or believable you only have a believable authority if you've actually worked hard faking it as that thing so it's like i know that you might be thrown off by me saying you're faking it it's just that it's kind of fake to pretend that you are one thing and but that's what you have to do to gain authority but the more authority you gain is the more that you're just like i am i am all about winning and so you might think that there's... But, like, the world kind of divides it like that. We have the alphas, we have the betas. You can become more dominant. It's just dominance-submissive is very relative. It's, it's almost like that's the entire nature of the, of the fight. Because if you're submissive, you're more subjective. Subjected. Um, but the point I was making about Christ is that what we need to realize is... Like, I feel like Christ is an example to all of humanity that we need to stop trying to be perfect. But the point at which you can ignore Christ, ignore the perception or the example, ignore the example of the guy who is perfect, that is the only point at which you can achieve something like perfection. Or like, but you achieve a certain level of winningness 
if you can ignore the example of the perfect guy, because we already see the guy who did it and won. And none of us, none of us will ever be that. But like, we can achieve a relative, um, we can achieve it partially. We can partially do something like what Christ did only if we ignore the example of perfection. I feel like, but it's like um, if you overcome the subjecting nature of the example of Christ, then you don't have to live in a collectivized world anymore. If you can ignore that, then that is only point at which you're accepting yourself as an individual or saying that my individuality, even though it will never be perfect, even though I will never win the game of like success the way that Jesus did, um, I still have something to say and I still have a position and I'm still a perceiving device. Like I will, I might be partially successful. It's just that when, when is it ever good to think that you need to be perfect? Like it's never the answer that you find out that perfection was achievable. It's always the answer that the only thing you're going to achieve is at the point that you realize that perfection isn't going to happen. You have to compromise in this world to get anywhere. And so it, it's like it, foregoing all of the potential you have to do any anything at all. And then choosing a spe you choose a specific thing. Then you're compromising on that, well, okay, I'm not God. I can't do everything. You have to choose a specific thing and fake it as that if you're going to really do anything at an individual level. But it's like the point at which you say that me as an individual, I'm no, I don't have to subject myself to ideals perfect images because the only images I have are the flawed images, per perceptions and, Im and, and images again and images and pictures and images um, but the only things that I have as an individual are like flawed pictures of things like flawed perceptions all of everybody's perceptions are flawed you kind of get into the territory of thinking perceptions are perfect at the point that you're trying to consider other people's. Because if you're just going off of your own, it's always in your face all the time that your perceptions are flawed, but everybody's perceptions are flawed. You can get into the territory of thinking that there is a perfect person or there is somebody who has the answer only if you're placing yourself in other people's shoes all the time. Like if you uh, place yourself in your own shoes, it's like pretty much right in front of you that you have these flawed pictures of things and your perceptions only go so deep like like you might have a really deep perception like i have a deeper perception of mathematics than the average person it's still not perfect even though i'm somebody who claims that like i'm a mathematician i can say that i have the authority over it spent time doing it somebody might look at me and think that i'm something closer to god in the area of mathematics but it wouldn't be true. Uh, but this is kind of like society asks us to view everybody this way. Society's like, well, you have to view the professor like they are God or they're the person who has perceptions that are perfect. When it's like, you would pretty much always do better to not try to be the professor or be the example. It doesn't have to be a professor like social media stars. I look at all kinds of YouTube stars and wish that I was like them, but... And they kind of are like a Jesus figures. They're in in the way that they present themselves, and in some senses, like they're successful because they're able to be an ideal. Um, but I'm just saying how if it's just for some reason, if you're a winner, you see people that are winners. You know that those are the people that are like they don't care. They're not wasting their time on somebody else's time. They're not wasting their time thinking about what other people think about them or how other people see the world. Like, that's what a winner does, pretty much in every case. It's the person that is efficient. They, have, they spend the most time just going directly to what they're going to do next rather than that they're inhibited or mitigated by, by other people's perceptions. Because it's like, it's not like 
we would be you don't have to be fully within the territory of somebody else's perception that definitely happens and people are restrictive on each other like that like people get really dominant or whatever like it doesn't have to be the full extent of that like you can just be slowed down by the influence of other people's perceptions or what you think like they don't have to be stopping you completely the different people relatively slow each other down or they can accelerate each other but it's like that's what's important about making friends with the people that are like you or that you like because those people probably accelerate you rather than decelerate you um but i'm talking about how like the it's not like we're it's not like being empathetic is always better because you in a lot of cases it just traps you or it slows you down um, decelerates you but I'm sort of I'm talking about um, perceptions are it we don't talk about it enough I think that people don't realize how subject they are to perceptions like the world over and if it happens in America I think it happens even worse for the rest of the world like America might even be a leader in the area of perception like and by that i mean if you're a leader in that you are better at overcoming other people's perceptions but literally you would say that about america because america is like a leader in pop culture or the rest of the world is more influenced by america than america is influenced by in other individual countries most of the time like botswana is more in influenced by what happens in america than America is influenced by what happens in Botswana, for example. Like, since we're more influential, but it's like whoever... I'm talking about whoever the leader is, or like the most dominant. America is basically the most dominant country in the world. Um, they are a leader in the area of perception, or in other words, the individual that is America is a perceiving entity that perceives at a deeper level, at a more intelligent level, we have more and it's kind of like having more perception more depth more intelligence um because the deeper you go is the more you realize that um other perceptions don't don't matter i mean the deeper you go is kind of like the higher you go the higher up you are able to be to see everything more clearly and see what the borders of other people's territories are um Def be able to define other people but like um and it has to do with authority america has a lot of authority because of all the shit that we've invented like silicon valley and uh the the political theater the political world is heavily like the culture of politics is so in the world is so heavily influenced by the culture of politics in america it's like we're a leader in that genre of art, po politics. But um, the thing I'm talking about is like responsibility and authority. And when Jordan Peterson first came on the scene, he was like, um, I'll have to get better at this Friday the 13th game so I can actually contribute to what the people are doing or uh, contribute to making myself escape but like um um america um america i'm talking about authority and responsibility like when peterson jordan peterson first came on the scene he said like a big part of his success had to do with his adherence to the idea of responsibility that was like his central tenant uh tenant whatever that word is that's like his central message was that of responsibility and i f and like i was watching recently uh joe rogan jordan peterson podcast episode like maybe the first one that they did that aired in like 2017 and Jordan Peterson's talking about the shit he was talking about back then, like responsibility and like how he goes and gives lectures and people's eyes light up when he talks about responsibility. And that's the thing that will give you a sense of purpose and like Im improve your well-being. It's like you 
taking up responsibility, actually, like, doing something. And I watched this video five years later, and I thought that it was, like, influential when I, when it first was happening, when Jordan Peterson first was saying those things. But it's kind of like, I hear that message now, and it is still true now, but I see it in a different way. But I feel like the entire message that he's saying is one about authority. Like, if I was to describe that thing that's, like, this really impactful message that Jordan Peterson is saying, like, a new iteration of that would be authority. Because that's what he means. Is, like, what's weird is the thing that will actually give you a sense of purpose is actually doing something. But you see in the area of authority, if you're actually doing something, you will be getting authority in that area. It's just, the thing is, what are you spending your time doing? There are all of these authorities that, and I'm talking to myself too, as well as anybody listening, but it's like, there are all these authorities that you that I spend time doing that um, are just a waste of time to me. But everybody does so many of these authorities that are just like, you're gaining all this authority and expertise in an area that is like not necessarily impressive and not necessarily going to make you money. Like that's what, that's what I'm doing. Or that's something that I end up resentful towards myself about, that I get mad at myself about, is um, spending time in authorities that don't, that don't result in anything like for example all the time that you spend taking care of a dog is like an authority that you get in dog ownership and what does that translate into in terms of money or, or anything like but it's like the world looks at this and they're like now you're becoming more responsible and that's very valuable and so i'm saying authority is a better way of describing it than responsibility because because we think that responsibility, we, the world seems to act like responsibility is always positive, but the things that you gain responsibility in that are just weighing you down in, in comparison, like they conflict with what your desires are. I mean, maybe it's not like people's desires are to own a dog and shit like that. It's just that like, for me, that just seems kind of like more of a decelerating kind of influence, like gaining this authority in this area but i'm just looking at my life and seeing like i spend years and years and years being a christian like being a christian is something also that you spend years doing and you gain all this authority in that area and it's like i don't i personally like i don't see what that translates into for me like years and years as that thing It's just that, like, responsibility isn't the answer. That's not the greatest thing, because consider the negative responsibility, negative things that you're getting, like, areas that you're able to respond in, that um, it actually doesn't matter that much to respond in them, when you could have been spending your time gaining authority in something you liked. So it's kind of like the name of the game is spend time becoming what you actually like, and then you won't end up with all these authorities that make you not feel that authoritative. I mean, figure out what it is that you want to spend your time doing, I guess. But, like, time is valuable. You have the opportunity to become authoritative in different areas. Um, maybe I will... Let's, like, finish out this game and talk about this game for the rest of this episode. No, I don't think I will, because it's easier to upload an episode that's, like, an hour three than an hour ten. Like... But anyway. And also, I have... I lose a lot of faith that people are ever listening past an hour three minutes, and then, like, I don't want to say something really valuable in the time that nobody will listen to it, but it's like, almost all the time, the most interesting things I say are at the very end. 
most of the, a lot of the time that's the way it works. I dig myself into a hole. But it's just like it's really struck me recently the how making money is like a matter of being real or doing things actually in the world. But you can kind of really be stuck in an imagined state of things. Perceptions. Perceptions are complicated. I, I, I'm interested in this area, but the world doesn't speak to them enough. They don't... Because they're stuck saying that it's a good thing to be intuitive. I, it's kind of like the world thinks that we've overcome caring about other people because we know, like, well, it's not good to... Don't care about what other people think. Do your own thing. Be yourself. When it's like... The perceptions of other people are such a reality, an ever-present reality you can't ignore that, like, it's never the case that everybody is easily able to be themselves just because we speak to it more. We don't speak enough to how perceptions divide us. And it's like, police, maybe we could live in a world where it's just that, like, people don't realize how naturally we govern ourselves just with our own authorities. Just the way that people fall in line around each other when they perceive somebody else to be more dominant than them. And shit like that. Or when somebody actually is more dominant. They guide the world. And it's like, uh, you have the entire police system and this is like a projection of the, of dominance that then there's this group of people that has to embody dominance and embody authority characterize it with what specifically they wear and represent authority in the world in this sort of uh, garish way, in this decorated way. Um, it's kind of like the police system that we have that. It's interesting. But I feel like it's possible that we do away with... Um, What if we did away with the police system we, once we realize how much perceptions govern... We don't realize how much perceptions are like laws and we all govern ourselves by that. Like maybe we could create a hierarchy naturally of perceptions. We're like, that's a more natural way that authority already exists. And uh, it's kind of an inflated... I mean, whatever, you know. I'm talking about the future, like, future, if we gave more credit to perceptions, it might change things, but thank you for, um, being on board. As I said all of those things, uh, new episode coming up later, this is Crazy Podcast, episode 94, thank you, Good goodbye. <laughs>